Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1292, air date August 21st, 2023. The issue is that you have these two systems of medicine, which we can talk about just for those people joining us. You have these ancient systems of medicine, and then you have these modern systems of medicine. And the interesting thing is that um, the language that these two systems of medicine use are very, very different. You know, in the ancient systems of medicine, they used um, this all these different words. Like in Chinese medicine, they use things like fire, earth, water, um, you know, metal, wood, right? Um, it's and and it's a it's a control systems model. In the Indian system, they use something called space, uh, air, uh, fire, uh, water, and earth, right? And then they congealed it into what was called uh, these things called tridosha. So anyway, there are these different systems of language. Um, in the ancient systems of medicine, they didn't really talk about let's say genes or proteins or messenger RNA or cytoplasm or cell or any one of those. Um, and yeah, some people are saying he's kind of paranoid. Uh, someone says this is the most bizarre live. Yeah, it is quite bizarre, right? Um, anyway, John, you should find out what this guy's about, okay? Because we've never experienced anything like this before. Um, so anyway, I think the key thing is that when you look at these different systems of medicine, that the language has always been different. And so one worldview is to look at the body using a whole bunch of words. Like if you go study Chinese medicine, someone will say, you have a lot of fire in you or you have too much earth in you. Um, and then another system of medicine, um, they'll actually take readings from you, right? They'll look at your blood levels or they'll look at phenomenon in your body, right? Um, and um, so that's typically Western medicine, right? You take measurements and then based on those measurements, you say, oh, you have quote unquote, high cholesterol, you must be prone to this uh, potential disease and so on. So you have these very, very different approaches that take place um, in these two different worlds of medicine. So in 2007, as I've shared before, I was very curious of how do you bridge these two different worlds of medicine. In the world of engineering, um, you can apply, for example, you look at a car, and you know the car takes some input and it has some output, right? Um, the car has an engine which consumes, let's say, gasoline, and that gasoline is converted through the engine to cause mechanical motion. Anyway, um, if you take a mechanical engineering course, an electrical engineering course, you apply these fundamental uh, principles of what's called control systems. And as an engineering student, you learn all these very, very powerful principles you can apply to pretty much any type of engineering system. Um, in 2007, when I went to India, I was very, very curious about understanding these ancient systems of medicine. And what occurred to me was the ancient systems of Indian medicine, even though they used all these very, very different words, um, uh, were uh, related, believe it or not, to the same engineering principles. And it was a pretty big uh, epiphany because it uh, made me recognize that these ancient yogis or these ancient gurus or these ancient masters were really looking at the body from an engineering standpoint. Um, they used words from a different language, 
but believe it or not, they were one-to-one -one the same words that you learn in engineering system science. In fact, let me show you something here. Um, um, if you, I'm gonna show you an article that we ended up publishing out of this many, many years ago. And actually I published this in a, in a systems journal and I'll give you an idea about that, okay? And what came out of that was this very uh, profound understanding that, um, let me share the screen here with you. And if people want, we'll share, I'll share, let me share actually the link to this so you guys can all get a copy of this. I'm gonna put it up right here. All right, so here we go. And what you'll see here is that fundamentally, this is a paper I wrote back in 2014, which um, ended up, I called it the Rosetta Stone of, basically it was a, the Rosetta Stone, as some of you may remember, was a stone that was found by Napoleon in Egypt, which interconnected ancient Greece, Greek with hieroglyphics. Up until that point, no one knew how to decipher hieroglyphics. So on this Rosetta Stone was written a speech by Ptolemy, which had ancient Greek hieroglyphics and modern Greek. So anyway, similar to this, what I discovered was that, I'm gonna sort of cut to the chase here, and it's a paper that I just put up a link, any one of you can download it and read it. Um, and uh, so what emerged out of this was this important diagram that we have these ancient systems of engineering principles, these nine systems that you would learn as an MIT engineer or any engineer. And it turns out these systems of engineering match one-to-one -one with ancient systems of Indian medicine. So just look at that for a second. And what you see there is something quite fascinating that the ancient principles um, of words that are used to describe the body in traditional systems of Indian medicine, karma, karma fall, vata, pitta, kapha, uh, et cetera, match one-to-one -one with how you would look at any engineering system. And so this was a profound discovery because what it uh, allows us to realize is that the body is also an engineering system. So the words that you see in that second column, and again, most MDs, which is what I wanted to discuss today, don't learn this. This is why the way they learn the body is, oh, here's this organ, this part, the heart does this. Oh, here's another organ, the lung does this. Oh, here's the kidney and it does this. Um, doctors really do not learn to see the interconnection between these systems. And when I say these systems is not only the physical organ systems, but emotional systems or the fact that different organ systems are connected to actually different parts of your face. You see the ankle bone is connected um, to the foot bone, right? Everything is interconnected. Now as an engineer, you learn if you're working on a large scale system like an airplane, if you change something in the dynamics of the propeller, it can affect the entire vibration of the entire fuselage, you see? Um, modern medicine doesn't teach doctors this. So when I, uh, published this paper was a profound discovery that was made that the ancient systems of medicine are actually an engineering system, okay? And this was important because this was very valuable because with this knowledge, what we could now do was we could really um, 
start appreciating these ancient systems of medicine from an engineering standpoint. But more importantly, if you look at the worlds of the new age movement or people who some people consider practicing like chiropractic or, or, or Ayurveda, or many of these um, uh, traditional systems of medicine, what's occurred is when they practice those ancient systems of medicine and they speak to someone in the Western world, the Western medical doctor or the scientist thinks that what they're saying is a bunch of gobbledygook nonsense. And what emerges out of this fundamental understanding that I shared in this paper is that if you look at the right column, those are the words that typically people use um, in those other worlds of medicine. And here is a translator that allows us to bridge these two worlds. So if I go to this paper, let me walk you through this. What you'll see is that if you fundamentally take a course in engineering systems theory, let me walk through over here, and assume you are a student in engineering, you would understand that uh, there, uh, there's a fundamental system in the universe called a open system, where you get an input and an output. So think about a light bulb. You turn on the electricity, the output is a light goes on. But when you turn on the electricity, electricity is transported through the wires. The electricity is converted um, at the point of where the filaments are and you get light. And, and the bulb is the thing that contains everything. So you see you have transport, conversion, storage, input and output. So anyway, um, very simply put, this is what's called an open system. Now, if you take a more advanced engineering course, you will understand that there's also a closed loop system, what's called an intelligence system. You can have a goal. You want the light to be so bright, right? You can sense how bright the light is, and then you can control how much electricity you put in to get the brightness you want, okay? Um, this is what's called an intelligence system. When you fly an airplane, the goal is a heading that's set. The sensor is which direction are you going? The controller measures, um, are you meeting your goal? And it adjusts, let's say the fuel into the engines, right? You can adjust the altitude and so on. But this is what's called an intelligent system. This is called a dumb system. Anyway, um, this paper goes into discussing gross detail what is the ancient systems of Indian medicine. And similarly, what I discovered was in the ancient systems of Indian medicine, for example, they have the concept of karma and karma fall and the notion of movement of energy through your body, which is known as vata or the conversion of one substance to another, like digestion, which is pitta, and the fact that your body stores all this, it contains it, which is kapha. So you notice this diagram is very similar to this diagram, all right? It's quite interesting. Um, but the problem was no one had ever interconnected these two worlds. And when you put all of this together, what you realize is, and that's what I wanted to shoot down here, that these two worlds are in fact the same. The world of engineering systems and the world of these traditional systems of ancient medicine are one and the same. And that's what you see here. So anyway, what I'd wanted to share today was to educate people that um, when you take a systems approach, be it 10,000 years ago, or, or you do it in the modern world, um, you can literally understand everything as a system. And the same, the same approach can not only be applied to your body or to engineering systems, but believe it or not, it can be applied to any system, political systems. Um, and once you take the systems approach, 
you start being able to see the future. So for example, some of you may know in 2020, we did a report on masks and oral health. And the reason this all comes together is the following. When you learn a systems approach, you can literally see the future, right? So um, if someone tells you, hey, put a mask on your mouth and it's gonna protect you from viruses and you're gonna be uh, okay, you don't just view that mask no longer as just one little component. You see your body as a system. You recognize that your mouth, your oral health, is directly related to your entire physical health. In fact, recently, and I'll be doing a tweet on this, we just published an important paper. It just came out, and here's that paper. Uh, we just published, uh, this just is literally hot off the press. As you can see, it was just published in 2023, um, literally a few days ago. But this was a molecular systems architecture of the entire mouth. And let me show you a cool picture here. So this diagram um, is the first uh, whole view of the mouth. And what you start realizing is that your mouth is a complete system. And whatever occurs in your mouth pretty much affects every disease in, uh, in your body. Um, uh, if you have uh, periodontal issues, you can, it can affect cancer, it can affect digestive issues and so on. So if you put a mask on a young child's mouth and a young child's bacterial, what's called their microbiome is just developing, you start affecting the entire health of that child. That's why because of the systems approach in 2020, we were able to warn people of what masks and oral health can do, all right? So that's an example of when you take a systems approach. Let me give you another example. Some of you may know in 2020 or 2019, I published this other paper called The Modern Theory of the Immune System. Again, because of this systems approach, we see, the, we see your whole body ability to fight diseases from an immune system approach. And as the paper discusses, your body has many, many subsystems which are involved in the immune system. You know, at least, for example, your innate immune system, your adaptive immune system, all the bacteria in your gut, um, your, uh, you know, your mouth microbiome, et cetera. So the systems approach is what brings us to closer understanding truth. Now, um, you know, doctors don't take a systems approach. So unfortunately, many of these doctors are coming out now and talking about, oh my God, I'm against the vaccine, I'm against this. Well, many of them, frankly, were silent uh, in 2020. Uh, why? Because um, they profited from silence, because they kept quiet, um, because uh, if they did speak up, they knew they'd be fired. So they waited two to three years later, and now to speak up when it's frankly too little too late. Um, that's why you know, I'm a big proponent of teaching people systems approach. So when I ran for office in 2018 and 2020, I realized not only do these systems approaches, can you apply it to your body? Can you apply it to engineering systems? But you can also apply it to politics. And that resulted in my recognition that these principles of motion, right? As I talk about in this paper, transport, right? The aspect of conversion, right? Um, and the aspect of storage, transport, conversion, storage. Not only do they intersect with the ancient systems of medicine, Vata, Pitta, Kapha, but they also relate to three fundamental principles in politics or society, freedom, truth, and health. So you start recognizing that there is a science of everything.
So it took me many, many years to put all this together. And in fact, I gave a course to answer this doctor's question, you know, and it, it obviously um, he doesn't understand that we used to offer that course for free at MIT. I didn't take a penny because we wanted to re-educate medical doctors. We wanted to educate students on this very important systems approach. And, uh, you know, on a weekend on Thursdays, nearly 200 people would show up at MIT, people, uh, MDs, PhDs, and chiropractors and naturopaths. And initially they would sit on two different sides of the room, really hating each other. And in about an hour, once we shared with them this fundamental idea of this systems approach, um, as I shared in this paper here, they, they both realized um, how ignorant both of them were, frankly, that neither of them really understood uh, uh, anything at a fundamental level. So that's why they were, in, in fact, speaking across each other. So system science really bridges uh, these worlds of East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern. So when I ran for politics, I realized that you have this left-right world, right? Pro and anti-world. And it's because, again, politicians like to separate people. And But when you take a systems approach, you start seeing solution goes beyond left and right. So that's when we realize that truth, freedom, and health are no different than transport, conversion, storage, both, pith, cough. And that resulted in a much more broader view of the universe. Um, and that's why I think it's very, very important for people to recognize that we're at a very important point in history because as long as we're talking like this against each other, we can never see the solutions, right? So it's important to take a systems approach. Fortunately, after around 55 years of doing this, it took me the last four years to organize all this into a system of knowledge. Um, we have tried to give it away for free, but people are psychologically very weird. They don't value anything. So we charged a little bit, about a hundred bucks a year. But we all always told adults, if you learn this, you can give it away as many, many kids as possible. So that resulted in truth, freedom, and health. So truth, freedom, and health, it's an engineering approach. It's a, it's a, a medical systems approach, but it's also a political approach. But it's a foundational knowledge of seeing everything as a system. In fact, you can apply the systems approach to your body. You can apply it to society. You can apply it to this microphone, everything in the world. So it is my view that si systems approach uh, is really the future of medicine. And any doctor that's worth their salt will take a systems approach. Otherwise, you can't trust any of these doctors because most of them are learning medicine like a bunch of robots, right? They go to four years of medical school. They essentially repeat stuff. They learn how to robotically absorb stuff. And then they robotically learn how to spit out stuff. So if you have some issue, they are essentially an if-then-else statement. Oh, if you have this, then I'm going to give you this drug. If you have this, then I'm going to give you this. So again, you can't trust most medical doctors because um, they don't see your body as a system. In fact, they don't even have the training. They're frankly very, very ignorant. So anyway, that's what I wanted to share today. Um, uh, I do want to play a video for all of you. Uh, that will engage you to understand that you can apply the systems approach to anything. Um, you know, politics, medicine, and engineering are seen as three disparate fields. But when you take a systems approach, you get to a core set of knowledge that you can apply to anything. You can become your own 
warrior, your own leader, you can become your own healer, and you can become your own scientist. And that's what the science of systems really is about. So let me play this little video and then we'll come back and uh, we'll take some questions. In fact, that's what I think we'll do today um, because we have a lot of very interesting people. So let me play this video that'll engage you on a systems approach. Here you go. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to, and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that, and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We got to train people first with understanding what a system is, the dynamics of all systems that affect nature. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas hypothesis into truth which is science and without freedom you can't really get to truth and without truth you make up fake problems and fake solutions which means you destroy our health and without health which is the infrastructure of us and our body you can't fight for freedom truth freedom health third concept is it has to be bottoms up working people people who work uniting and what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite that must be communist Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, Forget celebrities, you've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is the not-so-obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is the not-so-obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you, on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. We're building a bottoms up movement. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat 
you know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up, his own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum where people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health, and they can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com. So people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Anyway, this is Dr. Shiva Ayodhuri. Today, um, we were going to be doing a uh, an interview with a doctor, but we had some technical issues. But we were going to really talk about the future of medicine. So what I've shared for those of you joining is that fundamentally, the medical training does not teach 99.999% of the doctors. And this is why, you know, I was in an MD-PhD program and I left the MD piece because something in my gut never really cared for Western medicine because Western medicine is really good if you're in a crisis situation. God forbid you get in a major accident. Um, it's excellent for surgery, right? Um, uh, crisis antibiotics and steroids and all that kind of thing. But it knows nothing about maintaining your body um, as a system. An engineer can probably teach you better how to maintain your body than a medical doctor can. Look at most medical doctors. They don't even look healthy uh, just physically look at them, right? Um, so one of the things to understand is that the body is a fundamentally a system no different than any type of engineering system. And engineering systems have fundamental principles. And if you go through engineering training, or in fact, if you go through plumber training or, or, or an electrician training, you will learn some of those principles. In fact, there's nine principles. So put that aside over, the, over here and... Um, as I was also discussing earlier, engineers, people who build stuff, um, or a plumber or an electrician, or for that matter, even a mother, um, have to, whether they know it or not, are always applying these engineering principles. And you have to be very honest when you take an engineering systems approach, because from an engineering systems approach, um, you have to deal with nature's laws. So if you build an airplane, you can't bullshit your way through building an airplane, okay? A lawyer can bullshit their way through a case. A politician can bullshit their way. In fact, MDs can bullshit their way. Scientists can bullshit their way. But an engineer cannot bullshit because if they say, I'm going to do this to fix this, well, you're going to know immediately whether that plane goes off the ground or not or whether if you um, uh, turn on your stereo system and it works or not, okay? So engineers in many, many ways have to live with these fundamental principles. So 
ancient systems of medicine, what my discovery revealed in 2007 was that the ancient gurus and the ancient teachers, the ancient monks who looked at the body as a system had a different language. And that language was what I just shared here today that I uncovered on here on the left side, you see the engineering principles. On the right side, you see those other words which are used to describe the same principles. So this is a profound discovery um, that allows anyone in many ways to become their own doctors, their own ability to see the body as a system. So um, when I got back from India in 2007, I formalized this into a course that I call Systems Health. I taught it at MIT for many, many years, again, for nothing. I did it because of the love of it. It was one of the most uh, popular electives at MIT. And then um, we wanted to give it away free to the world. People didn't want it um, because people want to be charged something. So when I ran for politics, as I was saying, we incorporated that into uh, the political nature of things. And that became truth, freedom and health. And let me just share that with you. So truth, freedom, health fundamentally has the same principles that you can use to understand your body as a system. You can use to understand your car as a system. You can start using to understand everything in the world as a system. And um, what we're doing in truth, freedom, health, which is really a, a major solution, is to train everyone to become a system scientist systems, an engineering system scholar. Because if you can see your body as a system, if you can see everything in the universe as a system, you now have very powerful tools to see through the bullshit and to see things as they are. And once you can see things as they are, you can look at a fundamental problem and you can say, oh, what's the real issue? So if you look at when in 2020, when a fool like Fauci was promoting a lockdown, and by the way, Robert Booby effing Kennedy supported lockdowns. Trump supported lockdowns. Every doctor supported lockdowns. Every politician except myself running for president was behind lockdowns in 2020. Why was I able to see that lockdowns were deleterious in 2020 when it mattered and write about it and do demonstrations about it and speak with such confidence is because I knew a lockdown to the society would affect many, many other subsystems. Lockdowns would force people to stay in their homes. People would get lonely. People would get depressed. And when people got depressed, people would start taking antidepressants. Antidepressants then start affecting your immune system. And when you affected your immune system, you would get a greater proclivity for getting more disease and actually hurting yourself. A lockdown would make people lonely. And as you remember in 2020, I interconnected it to a whole set of genes that your body has that when you get lonely, these genes start creating inflammatory markers in your body. Those genes actually suppress your body's ability to create antivirals. So when you take a systems approach, you start seeing these interconnections. You see, that's why I was able to, in March of 2020, come, up, come out confidently against these you know, lockdowns. And so it took me many, many years to organize this into a course, to organize this into a movement and to make it accessible to everyone. And that is what Truth Freedom Health is. Truth Freedom Health is a movement. It's a university. It's a community. It's all of these things. And fundamentally, what Truth Freedom Health addresses is this very, very important issue is the issue of information and the fact that just because you have lots and lots of information doesn't mean 
the world is going to get better. So let me show this to you in a diagram. By the way, if you guys go to truthfreedomhealth.com, this is really the solution. As many of you know, you know, I sp I've spent enough time exposing all these charlatans out there, but I want to spend a little bit of time talking about the solution. So if you go to Truth Freedom Health, it says get educated or be enslaved. And one of the important diagrams, by the way, we have close to half a uh, close to half a million people globally now. And you can hear stories of people of all different walks of life who've learned this approach. But fundamentally, what you recognize, as I've talked about before, is information, more information doesn't mean greater health, greater truth, greater uh, freedom, right? Information does not mean you have greater truth, freedom, and health. So this is very important to understand. People think with the internet, I can go watch any video on how to you know, eat this way or not this way. You can see all this exposition of uh, people being screwed over. But the reality is, um, as you see here, greater information has not led to greater truth or freedom or health. In fact, you can look at the statistics right here. More people are depressed and anxious than ever before. Uh, two and a half billion people are obese and so on. You can just see the statistics here. And the reason is information through a reductionist approach. That's what ignorance is. So I want to give a very fundamental definition of ignorance in this concept of a systems approach. Ignorance is not seeing the whole, not being able to see these interconnections, but seeing a small piece of it. So in 2020, you know, people said, wear masks and it's going to heal you. Well, if you take a systems approach, which we did, and we put out this report, we gave this report out to millions of people. We educated people on the ground that if you put a mask on, first of all, it doesn't keep particles from coming in. Moreover, it affects your mouth. Your mouth is a gateway to all these diseases. You see, we're able to do this systems approach, but ignorance is telling people this very reductionist approach. Oh, put this mask on. It's going to block viruses. You're going to be safe, right? So ignorance is what's called reductionism. You don't look at the whole solution. You don't look at the interconnections. You see only a part of something, all right? Same with the jab. People are told to get the jab that you would boom, get antibodies and you were gonna be fine. Well, that's actually not true, okay? Because that is based on a one size fits all approach. And as many of you know, in 2019, I delivered this lecture and I gave many, many videos on this again for nothing, we, we didn't charge people. And we taught people the modern theory of the immune system. And based on teaching this theory, and we did 50 videos during 2020, lots and lots of videos. We reached about a half a billion people. And we educated people that the immune system is a very complex system. You have the innate system, the adaptive system, your my, my mouth, you know, your microbiome, um, and the interconnection between your gut and your brain. It's a very complex system. So one size doesn't fit all. So it wasn't about pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine. It's about building your natural immunity. You see, so when you take a systems approach, you come to see a solution which is greater than the sum of the parts, all right? So that's why in Truth, Freedom, and Health, we focus on teaching people the systems approach. Because if you don't take a systems approach, you get confused, you get complacent, you get, frankly, very, very confused, you get desperate, or you go into this left or right pro-anti model. And these individuals, the left or the right people on the left, like Bernie Sanders and AOC, or on the right, like Fucker Carlson or Joe Rogan or, or Trump or whoever it is, Booby fucking Kennedy, these people are out there not to take a systems approach, but to put you into this left or right camp. And the only way out of it is knowledge. 
Knowledge is the ability to see the whole, to see things as they truly are. And, and knowledge is seeing the interconnections between the parts. Let me repeat that again. Knowledge is founded on a systems approach. You know, a hundred years from now, um, every student, and I think we'll make it there because of, of our Truth From Health movement, um, everyone will be, first of all, learning system science, then they'll learn reading, writing, and arithmetic, okay? And so what we've done here with Truth Freedom Health is we've created a community, a global community, now about a half a million people, half a billion people are aware of this. We've created a university so you, you, because the elites learn the science of systems and they use it for power, profit, and control. But if you learn the science of systems, you can, by the way, once you go through the program, you can give it away. You can be a philanthropist. You can give it away to a million kids. Um, anyone over between the age of 13 through 18, you can get this education for free. So uh, adults learn it and give it away. So you get to be a philanthropist. But the goal is once you learn the knowledge of systems, you can't be fooled anymore. But most importantly, with the knowledge of systems, you get to get wisdom. Wisdom is very different than information. And with wisdom, you get clarity. And with clarity, you start becoming your own guru. You're not relying on some stupid doctors, okay? Remember, doctors didn't do shit in 2020. An engineer like me, because I took a systems approach, was able to see the future way ahead. And those people who are involved in our movement helped millions and millions of people by telling people to focus on natural immunity, for example. All right. So a systems approach is fundamentally the savior of humankind and the savior of you. But more importantly, you become active, you become innovative, you become organized. OK, um, uh, systems approach leads to wisdom. And with wisdom, you can start to decide whether you want to let go of the old you and become your own teacher. And once you become that state of consciousness, you can we've created the entire university here. You can take the course, which the same course I used to teach at MIT. You get access to all the books, the theory. Um, you get to start seeing your body as a system. You get to become your own healer. You get to see that the principles of systems play out in your body, what kind of system you are, how foods and supplements can either keep you on track or take you off course. You get to see food as a system. And most importantly, you get to connect with an amazing community where you get to learn and teach this to other people. Um, but... Also, we believe people need to get on the ground and become activists. Tomorrow morning, for example, I'll be on the ground handing out flyers at one of the big train stations. We want to teach people. Hey, John, can you bring one of the flyers here, John? But we want to educate people that politicians, lawyers, all these people, the entire medical establishment is actually killing people because they do not take a systems approach. And one of the best ways to express that is with this little flyer that we have here. And what you see in this flyer is this very interesting graph. What, what is that graph? The red line is the life expectancy curve of the United States. Notice it's going downward. And this graph really says a lesser of two evils is killing your children. Actually, here's another version of it. So in this little eight and a half by 11 paper, um, the systems approach leads people to recognizing that the lesser of two evils is literally killing people. The lifespans are going down because of the medical establishment, um, but there's a way out. When you take a systems approach, and by the way, this graph shows that we need a systems overhaul, okay? We can't be voting for Republican and Democrat or labor and whoever. We need to fundamentally take a systems approach 
um, to winning truth, freedom, and health. So for all of you out there, you don't have to bumble around for 20 years. Um, that exists. And that is the entire system we've put together. It involves an incredible community of millions of people all over the world. It involves courses. But most importantly, it involves the ability for you to become your own leader. We want people to learn this, teach it, and serve it and service. We want people to be on a noble path. That's what this is about. So anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, there's a book there behind me called System and Revolution. It took me about 40 years to put that together where everyone can understand what is a system, what is a revolution. You can have a revolution within your own body. You can have a revolution within society. You can have a revolution in innovation. But it's about time that we all learn system science because without system science, you're frankly screwed because those in power are actually learning system science. All the advisors to all the leaders of all the major countries learn system science, but they're using it for power profit control. Anyway, let me take some questions. Um, uh, someone says here, why are the leaders so undereducated? Who is qualified to enact health policy? It's a great question from EarthSign. First of all, the, um, the elites have their core set of leadership actually learn system science. Majority of people do not learn system science. And with that lack of that, that is why they're able to be manipulated, right? Um, and health policy, most of health policy is being driven by big pharma, big insurance, and by big hospitals, okay? Um, the health policy is not based on a bottoms-up notion of what is right for you. It is actually based on a top-down notion of one-size-fits-all medicine. So the goal is, okay, during COVID, um, the goal was driven by putting as many people on ventilators as possible, getting as many people, um, you know, being uh, given a certificate of having COVID, right? The more people that got COVID, the more money hospitals got. So think about what I'm saying. It is the mafia of the uh, collusion of the doctors, the uh, sorry, the medical establishment, the healthcare, the insurance establishment, and the hospital establishment that is driven by profit making that actually is driving what goes into your body. So the policy is driven by one size fits all medicine to maximize power, profit, and control. But when you take a systems approach, you start realizing that one size fits all medicine is absolutely stupid. Each one of our bodies is unique, no different than. I mean, think about it this way. Mechanics know you could all have Toyotas. You could all bring your Toyota for maintenance, but it's not like everyone gets the same maintenance, right? Um, the mechanic will say, you know what? Your car maybe need a belt change in addition to getting the oil change. Your car may need tire rotation. Every Toyota, the same model is unique when it undergoes maintenance. Mechanics know this, but doctors don't. Everyone who has this range of some parameter all gets a particular jab, all gets the same medicine. Again, doctors are frankly, most of them are stupid. Most of them are ignorant. Most of them have big egos and most of them um, have no idea that the body is a system, right? So health policy is driven by money and driven to a bunch of morons who I call MDs who are just driven by if then else statements. And mark my words, in, in less than the next five years, most MDs are going to be replaced by things like ChatGPT, all right? 
and the real healers are going to live outside of the established medical system. All right. So, um, yes, yeah, someone says uh, they treat us like little cows. Exactly. Um, someone says this. Someone says, so true. I can't stand doctors. They ex expect to be worshipped. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, most doctors expect to be worshipped and they will never say the right thing at the right time. If you notice the doctor I was going to do the interview with, he said, now he's speaking out. Well, that's all good. But most of these doctors were quiet, did nothing in 2020 when it mattered. All right. So it's very important to understand, look to people who said the right thing at the right time, not when it was convenient for them. All right. Uh, let's take the next question. Yeah. Someone says you become self-governing with them. Yes. The goal is ultimately what we're doing with Truth Freedom Health is really about empowering you to become your own healer, to become your own scientist, to become your own freedom fighter. You know, I'm merely a catalyst who happened to have figured out these fundamental principles. But my job here is to impart this knowledge as rapidly as possible so it goes viral to as many people as possible. So go to Truth Freedom Health, become a warrior scholar, right? That's one thing you can do. And when you learn this knowledge, remember, you can give it away free to as many children as you want, because the children are our future. And so go to Truth Freedom Health, become a warrior scholar. The other thing is, as many of you know, I'm running for president of the United States. And you can go to shivaforpresident.com, download this flyer. It's a very simple flyer. It educates people on the fact that your child's lifespan is going to be shorter than your lifespan. And that metric pretty much says the failure of the entire system, period. We need a systems overhaul. You will understand on this flyer, it's got a link to what is called a swarm. You will also see over here all the solutions. The solution is number one, you need to become your own leader. You need to become your own healer. You need to become your own revolutionary. So Truth Freedom Health offers you the tools to do that. Second, all of you can become part of our historic run for uh, Shiva for President. Go to shivaforpresident.com. You can uh, become a volunteer. If you want to donate money, great, but that's secondary. If you donate, donate your time. If you donate money, it's hard, and I've never been able to take money for nothing. I will give you books. I'll give you knowledge. I'll give you access to the entire Truth Freedom Health system. But more importantly, for those of you who are more bold, download this flyer. Hand it out to your friends and family. In fact, get one of these bumper stickers, right? Those of you who are afraid to go hand out a flyer, put one of these bumper stickers on the back windshield. 100,000 people will see it per day. Become an activist. The amazing thing we've done with Truth Freedom Health and our run for president is we've created an infrastructure. We've created an engine so you can participate, so you don't have to build all this grounds up. And I can't overemphasize how important that is. And I want to thank the half a billion people all over the world who've been, who know about our movement now, the half a million warrior scholars, members we have all over the world, every part of the world, we have people. So it's for you now, it's an amazing gift for you to, um, you know, grow this movement. So the next time there's a pandemic, you know, it's not just going to be me, you know, shining the warning lights, but we're going to have millions of people doing this, mobilizing all over the world. That's a movement. So let me play for you before I sign off and I'll come right back, you know, why I'm running for president and the opportunity for, for you. So again, 
Go to shivaforpresident.com. Get this incredible bumper sticker. It's nothing. You know, it's, I think it's less than five bucks. But put it on the back of your car. A hundred thousand people per day will see it. Um, download this flyer. It's absolutely free. You can download it in black and white. Print it on your color or black and white printer. Hand it out to a friend. Tomorrow, you'll see a bunch of us in the afternoon go to one of the big train stations. We'll be handing it out. Okay. How many presidential candidates will you see doing that? The answer is none of them. All of them are just collecting money and, and spending a lot of money with their own consultants. But we need to get on the ground. The future is offline. So shivaforpresident.com. And remember, become a warrior scholar because we are creating the conditions where you become your own leader. You become your own guru. This is not about worshiping someone else. It's about you getting off your butts and becoming an agent of change. So let me play this video and I hope it inspires you. But remember, the future of medicine is a systems approach to health, systems health. Uh, for those of you who are practitioners, medical doctors, healers, go get systems health. You know, I've created an entire program. Thousands of doctors, thousands of chiropractors have gone through this. It expands their approach to seeing the body as a system. So we have things for the individual. We have things for the fighters. We have things for healers. We've created all these solutions, but it's time that you become part of it. So let me play um, this video, um, which will inspire you to become part of our campaign, our historic campaign, Shiva for President. And I'll be right back. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace, by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard, and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not so obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They've printed trillions for their friends. They've delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They've transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science. Lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. I've exposed their lies at the right time 
never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people for the working people who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health, to win back America, be part of this historic movement all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. president. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message. Paid for by Dr. Shiva for president. All right, we have a very, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, uh, just to summarize, go to shivaforpresident.com, get a bumper sticker, put it on the back of your car. It's the lazy man's way to be an activist. The more active person, download this flyer, hand it out to as many people as you want. Millions of people need to recognize that the lesser of two evils is not working. The elites are killing us. Your child's lifespan on the current trajectory will be less than your lifespan. We need a systems overhaul. Uh, Felipe Herrera Salinas said, I'm a medical doctor specialized in systemic medicine, 100% of what Dr. Shiva is saying is true. It's a good way to end today's call. Um, it's too bad that the guy that we had here, um, uh, whatever, there was some technical issue, but the bottom line today's title was Systems Health, the Future of Medicine. We need to take an engineering systems approach to the body. The good news is I've spent 50 years of my life literally creating a whole different way essentially a new medical training model of understanding the body as a system from an engineering perspective and from a systems perspective. So I hope all of you get involved because in truth, when you become a truth for health warrior scholar, you get access to all of that training. Those of you who are healthcare practitioners and you want to go deeper into it, we've created the systems health program. Uh, you can dip your toe in the foot with truth for health, but you can go deeper into that. But fundamentally to the rest of you, when you uh, want to heal yourself or to really understand what's the right solution for you, 
really recognize that the ankle bone is connected to the foot bone. If there's something going on in one part of your body, it's more than likely that it's related to another part of your body. That's the interconnection principle. That's an engineering systems approach. Um, Reevaluate the kinds of doctors that you are seeing. Um, obviously, if you're in a crisis situation, um, it could be obviously very valuable. You get into a God forbid knock on wood into a major accident. You're going to need surgery. You're going to need all these quote unquote heavy medicines. Um, but on the day to day existence of preventative ma maintenance and keeping your body up to shape, most MDs don't know what the hell they're doing because they're not trained in that. And unfortunately, their ego gets in the way of them even acknowledging they don't know what they don't know. You know, most of them are unconscious incompetence, which is very, very dangerous. So take this opportunity to support yourself, go to Truth, Freedom and Health, become a warrior scholar. For those of you who want to see a fundamental systems overhaul, support Shiva for President, go to shivaforpresident.com, donate, volunteer, you know, get a bumper sticker, right? Become an activist. You have many, many ways you can participate. But most important, we have an amazing community of millions of people all over the world that you can become a part of. Anyway, thank you, everyone. Um, be well, be the light. Thank you.